rumor about how Beyonce and Jay-Z have invested in one of those surrogate farms in India? No. And that they're upset because in India, they're starting to change the laws there. Because you know about those surrogate farms in India, right? Well, I... I suppose no I don't know like I've never read an article about that oh, okay. I know it's what you're big. talking about it's like a big industry yes it, I have read an article and it's been Did on I Oprah. read the article about you it you may actually? have yeah I'm sure it's been on Jezebel yeah sure um the women need money there and so it's like super super cheap to have your surrogate there they live in like a compound together it's 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 like Handmaid's Tale kind of except they don't have to fuck anyone do any of them like it? You know how some people just like being pregnant? Yes, I do. And I think that's so weird. Actually, I just went down a rabbit hole last night. This woman I found on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Let me show you her. Okay. She has quadruplets. Uh-huh, that's, and, that's a lot. Yeah. and How young? N- not even two. Whoa. Maybe like 18 months, maybe less. Who's taking care of them with her? Her husband, but okay. she's not working. Then I find... She's just TikToking. She's basically... She's working. I guess. I mean, she's not working. She has these four kids. That's a lot of work. She seems like she's kind of handling it well, though. Okay. Then I found out that she took fertility meds. They didn't do in vitro. She just took fertility meds to like kind of like what Kate, John and Kate did. Mm. Um, And it just kind of makes you pump out more eggs. It gives you more of a shot. Like if you have ovulation problems, it just gives you more of a chance of getting pregnant. But it also could give you eight children like or, Uh you know, five at a time or whatever. Works a little too well. Yes. Some people would do selective abortion, you know, like I probably would. I would probably get rid of two, you know, yeah, it's kind of a lot Four. they don't have any money, really. It seems like then I find out that this woman is only 22 when they are born. So it's like, how wow. much of a chance did she even give it? Like, how much of a, a try was she even doing when she was fucking like, that's not Doesn't, a lot of years of failure. No, it's um, not. they were only married for like a couple months when she like got right on it. Has she talked about that? No. Okay. And then, do you think she maybe set out to have multiples? That's possible. So that she could put them on TikTok. Yeah, or get a show. So then I found a Reddit snark about her, but it's like not really populated, but it gave me a lot of back information that was good. Uh, three of the four children have severe medical issues. Oh, no. Three of them only just got off oxygen. How old are they? Eight, you said not 18 two. 18 months. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know who she seems like? She seems like, what's the name of the girl? That had the daughter May, and she's on 90 Day Fiance. She had blonde hair. Nicole. Nicole. She's stupid like Nicole. That's how she's like. Like, like she'll feed a baby when it's like laying down solids. Like we're trying out solids. And like, like I'm like This is a horror show. Worried. And one was born with one hand, okay. one arm, like ha- kind of has half arm. Another one, I don't know what is going on, but it's definitely something. It's definitely something. It's it's his face and head are shaped a little bit differently. Anyway, she was like, uh, "We're TTC again. TTC is uh, trying to conceive. It's a whole like community online. It's like a it's like a thing. It's like people who have ha- are having fertility issues and they're like going for it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I see. Uh, I... like like Dory's podcast, her excellent adventure, whatever." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So usually people go through this for years and years and they do all different kinds of methods. This woman was like, got married. She wasn't pregnant immediately. So then she started taking fertility drugs. And then when these babies were nine months old, she was like, okay, we're trying to conceive. And it's like, what? Why the fuck would you want to have a baby on purpose when you have four infants? Well, and also, is she going to have more multiples? 
um how how popular is she like how not really she's kind of niche uh-huh. but she it still has like her her name is hannah castle on tiktok she's 426,000 followers seems like she's doing okay she's doing good and she's definitely making money then for whatever reason she, she like is she doing the oh rose baby rose oh, what's oh that? kiss like what? like you know like the um oh oh oh, oh npc, NPC. Yeah. no well i don't know i haven't seen any of her lives yet wouldn't be surprised she posted a thing like like i don't know a month later after she did the trying to conceive and was like me and or whatever her husband's name is we had a talk and he really put his foot down so we're gonna um hold off on this for a minute and then Six weeks after that, she announces that she has is being screened to be a surrogate. To be a surrogate. Yeah. So this is a whole. It's a whole thing. thing. I'm telling she's, you, I was it kept unraveling for me, and I was like, like "Wow!" Just into birth. She said she wanted she's to. She's a birther. She she is pronatalist, a carrier. Well, yeah, of all sorts, really. It seems like she'll she'll do it for anyone herself, yeah. someone else. She anyone. said that she really loved being pregnant, and she said at one okay. point that she felt robbed of her pregnancy last time. It was over she before she could wants really to be pregnant forever. <laughs> <laughs> she likes how it feels. Pregnant all the time. Pregnant all the time. <laughs> so that's her thing. Is that her thing? It think? seems like it. Okay. She said that she felt like she wants to do like her womanly duties, her feminine duties. And I think that her not husband tenable. was just put the kibosh on having more kids. He's probably like this. No, absolutely seems not. Like they have their hands full. Have full. Their hands are so full. Yeah. The house is a mess. Um, right. She took her babies out in a wagon to and I'm sure it, it is easier to just throw them all in a wagon. Sure. Put them in a, like a playpen wagon. You know, like the kind of pe- that people have on the beach sometimes. Yeah. Um, Is it red and, and beige? No, it's black, but it has netting. Okay. It's like nylon. She was like, okay, then it was snack time. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just show you the video. And then you can see what these kids look like. She has not ever discussed her kids' medical conditions. Mm-hmm. She just kind of will say, oh, he's off the feeding tube or, oh, he's off oxygen or whatever. Well, it, it, it seems like having one child with disabilities can be a lot, let alone four. And it doesn't even seem like they're very phased by it. No, that she's not. From what you're describing. Yeah. So that's that's the that makes me feel. It's like Nicole. Scared. Yeah. I just don't see how any like surrogacy any kind of agency would clear her for yeah. a birth certainly not a reproductive endocrinologist okay they certainly wouldn't clear her you have to have you have to show that you've had at least one healthy full-term birth like a full term she didn't go full term she had quadruplets so she went she she went at like seven and a half months or something or seven months so like that's really early people want to know that their baby's not gonna be born prematurely and then it's gonna have all these issues you know yeah. There's no way a doctor would clear her for that. There's right. just no way. So, so she, I mean, she might have some other kind being of Being pregnant delusion. is exhausting to have to run around three children. But some people love it. This is what a day in my life looks like when one of my quads has an appointment. So this appointment specifically None of these children was have on shoes. the genetic doctor for Dominic. It is easier for me just to pack up wow. all four of them and take them so that I keep them on the same schedule and I don't have to find a sitter. 
Um, three of them are walking now, so when we were in the waiting room, I just let them all, all out, run around, run like around, freezing Arizona, out so that hopefully in the appointment they are actually somewhat calm. This is fucking insane, right? This is like the children are walking around; they don't have shoes on. <laughs> it, it's it's wait, filmed wait like a to- horror movie invasion. <laughs> wait till you get to snack time. It's filmed like Gremlins. <laughs> But I really liked this waiting room because it was big and I like this waiting room. (laughs) Waiting room reviews? I actually love that idea. (laughs) I like this waiting room because... I liked playing with it, as you can see here. It was just really fun to watch them interact with this kind of stuff because we don't have it at home, obviously. And it's so nice seeing them all walk. And then it was appointment time, so at the start of it, my of nightmare. I snacks in there, try to get She threw to loose focus. food. <laughs> the appointment went well. We this is a way. This is crazy. <laughs> this is like John Waters. I know. So I mean, that's a lot. It makes me worry about those kids. It's well, it's like pretty dark, on- really. Yeah, so I'm really into this lady. Her name's Hannah Castle. I'll link it in the description. But they that is filmed like gremlins, like how it's like following the baby crawling down the hall. It's, it's a lot like Raising Arizona where they're just like all over the place. Yeah, it's not. I just in general, it's, it's not these kids I have an issue with. It's all kids and like oh, large yeah. groups oh, of very group small of toddlers. kids. That's that's that is the, that's monster. On, that's like monster on earth like that is like that's that's, your, that's, that's a that's, that's your a, boogeyman a room of demons <laughs> <laughs> you know i can only Definitely. take so much so you know what's awesome oh. um raven simone had whoopi goldberg on her podcast and asked her if she was gay oh my god <laughs> yeah Oh my god! Which we is something we've wondered about, you know. And she was able to get her on the horn, and so I have the clip. I always knew that Whoopi Goldberg was not gay. I know, but she was with Ted Danson. She was with Franklin Jella. She's mm-hmm. a very weird kind of dating history. She haven't has, we talked about her butchness though? Like, haven't we wondered? We if definitely talked about her lack of eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought we thought of her as like a butch icon. <laughs> I always thought we thought. <laughs> I mean, I, I get what you mean. I do get what you mean. Huh. I, I think we had that conversation. It's probably before. from because of Jumpin' Jack Flash. <laughs> right? I don't know. I'm not for me. I, yeah, I guess so. I yeah, guess. I think that must be it. Also, Sealy. And, and, and the. Lesbian. Oh, sure. But no, but also. In real life. I mean, in like the book and less, way less in the movie. Although she still loves Suge in the movie, like she's definitely not into men. Yeah, but the book is really about like the salvation of a lesbian relationship, mm-hmm. you know, so explicitly, which I think is cool. <laughs> 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 Won't get an argument there from me. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Um, so Ra- Raven Simone, uh, she just started doing this. Um, best podcast ever um, with her wife Miranda. Wait, Raven Simone's gay. Yeah, but although she didn't, she before she said she didn't like the word gay or lesbian or whatever, but she dates women. Here. I think she might. I think she might be more amenable to it now because she specifically said says the word lesbian about okay. Whoopi. So and she's being confrontational. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, props to, to her. Someone else about that same thing. Obviously, they they um they work together on the view. Yes. 
Yeah, one more thing about Raven Simone. Why is there an accent over the E if it's Simone? It should be Simone. Simone? With the accent over the E? You specifically don't put an accent if you don't want to pronounce the E. Well, Khloe Kardashian has the accent over her E, but it, it would be Chloe, right? And then mm. she just says Chloe. Uh, Chloe if it were Spanish. But it's like resume. Right. Chloe. Oh, I see. With the accent over the E. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See what you mean. We talk about the French language an awful <laughs> lot for two people who don't speak it at all. <laughs> French, French, like. And I talk French without speaking it. <laughs> <laughs> That's deep. I really like that. Thanks. That's Thanks. good. Thank you. <laughs> That's a bar. You know, I don't think I knew that Raven Simone was a les. I oh, think that well, she, she's I don't know the that she I uses that word, but maybe she's the one that we always suspected it. That we always suspected she's a lesbian. She's been out for years and years <laughs> and years, like since the early 2000s. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my god. But I just out, you know. Like, I've never like. I mean, I definitely never pictured her with a man, but I've never pictured her sexually. There's, yes, sure. There's an extremely visible minority or let's say just population of women who have sex with women who don't like the word lesbian. Okay. You come up, there are people who have strong feelings about that word. Yeah. So. Why? Different reasons? Different reasons. Yeah. Some people feel like it's outdated. If I were a lesbian, I would want to be called lesbian. You know, it's almost like homosexual in terms of the formality of it. If you were a lesbian, you'd want to be called lesbian. Yeah. That's the cute way. How do you say that? Huh? How can you say that? What do you think of Lesbo? I like Lesbo a lot. Because <laughs> it's kind of like bimbo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is it that, is. I mean, how bad is that actually in this day and age? I, I haven't said the word lesbo? lesbo to anybody in like 20 years. I'm sure I've said it. Can, like, can we say that? I can Google it. Let's Google it. Do you know any lesbians we can text I, I right do, now? I do know lesbians, of course. Um, I can ask JD Sampson what she thinks. We still haven't listened to the Whoopi clip. <laughs> Wait, how do you spell lesbo though? With a Z? L uh, S. It's probably well, that looks right. I think L E S. I think L E S B O. All right, so I'm gonna use a Z because that's what feels right to me. Uh, okay. So here's that Whoopi clip. Okay. Honestly, when I was around you, I loved you so much. Like I just wanted to be up underneath the titty the whole time. But that's <laughs> okay. also because you just kind of gave me hey, lesbian man, vibes. <laughs> it was easy to just lift up and put on my shit. Um, but like sometimes, whoops, you give me lesbian vibes. You give me like stud vibes. I'm I think just... this is actually just a secret fantasy of Ravens. I think she just wants everyone to be gay. And she's just really hoping you're gonna come out right here, right now. So So if you want to tell us anything, whoops. You're, you're more than welcome. Well, women have been asking me this for as long as I've been around. I, I am not a lesbian. For as long um, as she's been around. But I know lots of them. And I've played I them on so. television. Oh, that's um, <laughs> you know. And she specifically but, said women have been asking me this. I, I yeah. Always said. <laughs> <laughs> women have been inquiring. <laughs> women have been hitting on me. Yeah. You know. And it's like, well, that's I'm not going to kiss you, but I'll kiss you over here. I'll do this, um, but I'm not going to do this. And they're like, okay. Which what? makes which makes me happy because I can also say, you know, to all those people who judge the lesbian community or the gay community, there is something beautiful about a woman 
being able to embrace their masculine and feminine at the same time and wear it so well like you do. And yeah. I'm just saying, it's like, it's fantastic. You're not either one or the other. You're just a human living yeah. in your body. And it doesn't really correlate to um, uh, sexual orientation or any of that. It's just the way you present and it's so warming. And I think yeah. that's another reason you've succeeded in the industry because you know, there's some women out there, it's like, all right, put them away. Thank you so much. Or then there's yeah. some women, it's like, okay, you're not a, okay, calm down, calm down, take your hand off your crotch. You know what I mean? But you live what? in this duality so well. What? And I just want to applaud you for that. Well, thanks. But you do know that, that God created us in a duality. I mean, if we, if we believe that Adam was, God made Adam. Yeah. And then, Adam said, look, I need some company. I need a friend. Uh -uh. He started singing, I need a man, perhaps a man like you. But then God said, you need a man? This is a weird answer. Are you a lesbian? And what did God start singing about the book of Genesis. Remove the rib. Yeah. Okay, let me do, I'm going to make it from here. Yeah. So we are a duality. We're both. God does not make mistakes. I agree. Did she say that Adam came first in that? Yeah. But that's not what happened. Adam, yeah. And then Eve was made from his rib. Oh, I thought he was made from Eve's rib. No. Oh, that's what I've been saying in my head. <laughs> of course, this, it, the <laughs> man would come out of the woman. Well, sure, but it doesn't it, come out of the man unless you're setting up a patriarchy. Yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, we've heard back from J.D. Sampson and it depends who you ask. I would not be offended. And I said, good to know. Yeah. And she said, want me to ask around? Wait, I can do a poll. OK, So she's asking other lesbians. Perfect. Yeah. So, yeah. Whoopi Goldberg, not gay and alive. <laughs> Straight and alive. <laughs> I have such a fun fact for you okay it really i can't believe we haven't we haven't learned this until now wow i feel like katie weaver will be particularly interested in this because it uh is a convergence of two interests mm -hmm. of hers mm -hmm. and mine milton hershey the founder of hershey chocolate right he was booked on the ill-fated maiden voyage of the titanic uh-huh yeah but had a change of plans for business reasons and instead traveled on the German liner America with a K, which had an earlier departure date. He had wow. to hurry up and get home. Wow. He would have died because he would have been like a first class guy. What a way to go down. But was that how how much into his empire was that? It was he already established. Hmm. I don't see. I don't know when the rise of where Hershey was in the country in terms of culturally coincided with the Titanic. I would assume I would assume Hershey was a big deal back then. Oh, 1894. Anyway, I love that. I love anything that like is associated with the Titanic. Titanic, yeah. yeah. And, you know, Milton Hershey and his co-wife. I don't love Titanic stuff, but I don't know. It is kind of, you know, it's so stupid, but it's like um, homey and comfortable in a way. What? <laughs> What's homey? The, the phenomenon of Titanic and the like Titanic media, oh, homie. Like it, it throws it, back to a certain time yeah, that was very, exactly, even it's though like it's a, a boat sinking, <laughs> you know? 
as it's comfortable like a as a slipper. sinking boat. <laughs> it's a used slipper dangling in the water. <laughs> well, I I really like it. Is it too soon for Titanic, Titanic jokes? jokes? I was kind of thinking about doing like a roundup of like September 11th jokes for yeah, September 11th. That's probably too soon. It's been 22 years. I feel like 22. I feel I like 20 know. was too soon. So it's like a big anniversary. But if you if but if you knew someone who died in them, you know. Yeah. Express that thing. <laughs> Again, kind of like anal glands. Kind of, I was gonna about to say breasts. Okay. Breast milk. Okay. You always go to the butthole. And you always go to the breast. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what's different about us. <laughs> Did you see this? Sage Steele accuses Barbara Walters of attacking her backstage at the View. This is uh, this one hundred and Sage. Sage Steele was uh, fired and then won some money, I believe, um, from ESPN. Fired from where? She settled a lawsuit. Oh, from ESPN. Because of anti-vax stuff. And it was this thing that went on for a while. And then she ended up settling with them. I guess she she sued them after they fired her. Well, she's probably trying to get her contract paid out. And they're probably trying not to pay it. That's what it seems like to me, too. Sage Steele alleges that Whoopi Goldberg... I'm sorry that she accused the late Barbara Walters of assaulting her backstage. So she said this on the Megyn Kelly show. I don't have the clip. Here's the quote what, as like printed in year? Variety. Oh, this this ran. This was August 18th. This was no. Reported. I mean, when did Barbara do that to her? Oh, good question. I don't know if they say uh, a segment about Barack Obama. Mm. It was Barbara, Whoopi Goldberg, and myself in the dark green room off to the side. I was probably about four feet from the wall and the trash can and Barbara was standing over here in front of me. She just started to back up toward me and looked at me and got close and elbowed me. (laughs) And it pushed me back into the wall and the trash can. I was like, what did she just do to me? This 140 year old woman just tried to tackle me. Yeah, you got your ass beat by Barbara Walters. (laughs) I love that that happened. Me too. Even if she just meant it as like a joke, I can totally see her me- thinking that it's like, like palling uh, around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but she was just like. A misfire. <laughs> Barbara misjudges again. <laughs> but, but also at the end, you know, she had dementia and sometimes they get, they they just like, it's not just about forgetting stuff. They get like weird mood swings and stuff. She, she had dementia on the show. Yeah. they The reason why she left is because the. Mm. It, the effects were kind of starting to show. You could see it as a viewer. I don't know if you could see it as a viewer, but I think you could see it like professionally. I see. Steele said the alleged incident happened after a segment about Barack Obama on the ABC daytime talk series. Again, I'm reading from Variety's report of this podcast. Steele has previously made controversial comments about the former president on Jay Cutler's podcast, calling his choice to identify as black fascinating, considering his black dad was nowhere to be found. Steele continued. What color is um, Steele? She's black. I mean, I don't know exactly how she identifies, but she's a a woman of color. Okay. She on Fox News? She was a Fox News person? No, no. She was ESPN. She's talking to Megyn Kelly. But after this whole vaccine thing, she was taken up as a cause on the right. She didn't want to have. Yes. So it seems like she's appealing. I mean, when you go on Megyn Kelly, you do it for a reason. That's not it's not that's not like a benign presence. I have to say, I kind of like Megyn Kelly. (laughs) I don't. I know she's not the best, but she's not the worst. She's not. She's done things that are worthy. Mm-hmm. So like there is that. 
but she's fucked up a lot and she's shown her ass a lot. I love that her show got canceled over her asking uh, Countess Luann about blackface. Yeah. Yeah, I love exactly. Countess Luann's blackface moment. But that was crazy. And I thought that she actually did deserve all of that to be like, to be like, I don't understand why it's bad means you're just willfully ignorant and you're a paid communicator. Unless you're like, that's your interview tactic. Unless that's your interview tactic. But you, that really should only be asked to a black person. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it did, it seemed offhanded, too. I mean, maybe the offhandedness was the tactic, but it seemed, I don't know, to me, it just read as like somebody who's never going to change. Like, just, that's just so ridiculous. If you know anything about black culture and you, it's pop culture, like it's a certain mm-hmm. cultural literacy to know this stuff, which she doesn't, the blind spot for her to be even asking that question. So, fuck her. Speaking of Native Americans, because Luann is Native American. You know that Bob Barker was an enrolled member of the Sioux tribe and he grew up on a reservation in South Dakota. That's another fun fact. Right? I feel like I can see it now in his face. I always just thought he was tan because he was like a a George Hamilton, like laying out in the sun, having a California lifestyle. But I guess that was just his coloring. I mean, maybe there's a lot of different colorings within the indigenous population, but... Yeah, but he definitely... He also seemed to tan, right? Yeah. So... I mean, it also, his teeth were extremely white, so that kind of maybe made him seem even tanner. And the hair, you know, it was he was a big shock of a person. I, speaking I always of shock, loved him. Speaking of shock, okay, firstly, we had nothing to do with that. I would <laughs> just true. like to stay for the record. I'll tell I you, I thought he was already dead. No, I thought, I thought he, was, he was already dead too. I was like, what? I couldn't believe <laughs> that I didn't know that when he died, but I was, I could have sworn he died years ago years i thought only way you're safe from us (laughs) we have to think you're already dead well someone got him (laughs) i have his autobiography cool so wait this fun fact did you learn that in the autobiography no i never read it oh well it probably goes into that now's the time just a little bit ooh a little bit more i really like Ooh, just a little bit. I told you that my I had a substitute teacher, Miss Farrell, that came into music land when I was working there and <laughs> asked for the single of Ooh, just what a little it? bit by Gina, Gina Shock. Gina, Gina G. Gina G. No, Gina is Shock. Is there a Gina Shock? Yeah, she's the <laughs> Gina Shock is the Go Go's. She's the, the oh, okay. drummer of the Go Go's. There was a good fact. Uh, an adjacent fun fact about Janice from... Jeez, you're really rolling with the fun facts. I've been reading a lot this week. That's great. Thanks. People don't read enough and they don't need enough greens early in the day. And that's the two things. Okay. Janice Pennington. You remember her? You totally remember her. Do I? From The Price is Right. Yo, Janice. Yeah, she was like I, the main... I know her as Janice. She's the like the main for Yeah, he was yeah. always calling out Janice. Yeah. The 80s would be so good when they'd be on the platforms acting and stuff. It was just, it was like so campy. It was so like setting me on that path, you know? I she was a woman in the 80s. Oh, and, and the, the lights. my worldview. The lights and the colors and like it's not LED. It's like actual light bulbs. Yes. It's not a, a screen. It's yes. like actual like, you know, cardboard that's moving mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. So her second husband, she's been married three times. Her second husband was a, a German mountain climber named Frederick Fritz Stamberger, who disappeared in Afghanistan in 1975 while mountain climbing. And this is while she's on the show. 
And after years of searching, she speculated that he had been helping the CIA establish mountain bases along the Afghanistan-Pakistan border and was killed during a battle with Soviet forces. That's her theory. No one told her that. That's not like something she was informed of. Wait, what? That's yeah. true. That's her. That's not. She has no evidence of that. It's just what she decided. Yeah. She um, had a book come out in 1994. That sounds good. It is called Husband, Lover, Spy, A True Story. Maybe we should read that. Yeah. The dramatic story of Price's Right hostess Janice Pennington's desperate search for her missing husband, betrayed by friends and abandoned by the government, she is forced to embark on a dangerous journey on which she discovers the shocking truth. Her quest takes her from Los Angeles to the Kremlin in Russia, Mozambique, Pakistan, and Afghanistan. I mean, that is a lot of places. Uh, I love that she was working on this at like the height of when I was, you know, watching Price's Right, like all through the 80s and early 90s. Price is Right hostess reveals for the first time the secret life she lived for 17 years. Behind her smile on camera, she was living a nightmare until she uncovered the hidden truth and was set free to love again. But you're saying that she this is bullshit? I think that this she's the only source of this. I'm pretty sure. Is that sure. true? Me, I mean, husband, lover, spy. That's a good name for a book. It's a great name for a book. Also, like what a bold move to totally make something up. Well, it's like that other guy, Chuck, whatever. Chuck Barris, is that his name? The, the oh, guy who invented yes. all those game shows. Right. And he said that he was in the CIA. Totally. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Yes. Okay, wait, this is a review from Publishers Weekly. The book is overlong. Much of the suspense is artificially generated. And the writing is comprised by sophomore gush. Uh, it doesn't say anything about like the, you know. Veracity. The, of the claims, but... It seems to me that people often, and especially back then, questioned that. I think that there was a lot of lying that was going on before the internet could, like, really, you know, get you found out. Yeah, there would have to be. There were tons of tall tales in the 80s. It was always, yeah. like, I mean, scandal. Or just even people just making up their, like, a Jamila, like like Janice. Oh, 100%. You know? Well, we don't know about Janice. Well, she neither does she. The CIA will definitely not confirm something like that. Yeah, but we we just don't know. I mean, you don't know about the book. You you, you know you haven't read it. You don't yeah. know what the well, real claims are. Same thing are. with Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Some people think that he was just crazy, or that he this was just a dramatic flair, and other people think that it was real. This that adaptation is the movie, <laughs> like a Confessions of a Dangerous Mind esque movie about Janice from the from Price a female is right. lens. Yes, oh, that's a good idea. Oh, uh, here's this is an Ozempic update. Okay. It's actually, I think Wigovi. Yeah, it's Wigovi. So this was on Science Alert. Okay. Almost 100 million Americans eligible for new weight loss drug. August 21st, of 2023. The author is David Neald. A diabetes drug distributed under the name Wigovi could offer a suitable and beneficial weight loss treatment for some 93 million adults in the U.S., according to a new study. That's a lot of people. By any measure, projections suggest it would mean some 43 million fewer people with obesity and the prevention of around 1.5 million heart attacks, strokes, and other cardiovascular problems over the course of 10 years. The estimates from a team in, uh, at the University of California, Irvine, in the U.S., are based on a recent trial involving 1,961 adults targeted at people with obesity 
and who were given a 2.54 milligram dose of sem, sa, how you say it, semaglutide, 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 the pharmaceutical on which Wegovy is based. It's like uh, a broader rollout of the drug for people beyond those with high blood pressure, type mm-hmm. 2 diabetes, or high cholesterol. Kind of generalized yeah. obesity, it sounds like to me. You yeah, know? that's where they were always going with this. So Nathan Wong, a professor of medicine at UCI, said, is one of the biggest advances in the obesity and cardiovascular medicine world. We now have a weight control therapy that also significantly reduces cardiovascular events beyond the diabetes population where it was originally studied. Mm-hmm. Which is to say, unlike some information we got from yes. you know who, who was saying, People oh, can, you could die. If you take these drugs and you don't have diabetes, all this stuff is going to happen yeah. to you. I'm just saying to really correct it because we found, I'm not going to go through it right now, but there was a very invested um, review left on the Apple podcast, Mm. which, you know, I'm telling the story so that maybe then you'll, who you heard listening, you'll rate and review us again, (laughs) again for the first time, whatever, you know, just shout out to rate and review, (laughs) you know, the concept. Um, that's a very detailed, very bothered review to that. We were questioning Jamila Jamil's medical authority, but where was our medical authority? Yeah. Which, well, we did have a doctor on the horn. That could have been anybody. That could have been just a liar. This person wasn't vetted. What a, that sounded a hundred percent legit to me. They were just, ta- they were spitting medical information while they were walking down the street. Yeah. They exactly. weren't like reading it off a website. It or wasn't some weird weird cockeyed kind of ed- guidance about how you should not do this if you're not diabetic yeah i mean that was and i i clock that as yeah. like what does she know about that like yeah. how like i don't see her and i don't hear her site statistics so i don't see her sitting down and reading that study that would get that that would get that number. I just don't because she doesn't talk like somebody who reads studies and cites studies. Mm. She cites kind of generalities. Yes. So we our theory is that Jamila wrote that review because yes. it's so bothered and it's like and then so. Don't they say what's your deal with Jamila Jamil? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Listen up. If you're curious, <laughs> you can listen up. I mean, look, Jamila, I, th- thank God for her. The wind beneath my wings. <laughs> <laughs> Our wings. The wind beneath our wings. That's good. You know what it is? It's the putrid, putrid farts beneath our wings. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's what she called Ozempic farts. Which, by the way, I don't even really fart anymore. Wow. That's that's kick that addiction too. You did. <laughs> like I, I used to feel like I used to fart like constantly. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you. I mean, are you taking probiotics and stuff? Mm, no. Okay. But I take other things. When I started doing probiotic and prebiotic, like uh, although it did take a little bit to like figure out that the proper proportion but i really reduced in a big way not always but in a big way in a big way all right i think that we can probably be done but you know what we're gonna go to the bonus episode i'm very very excited about something me too oh (laughs) (laughs) what's yours Um, give me a hint okay uh it involves whoa vicky oh (laughs) Well, now I'm excited too. Good. Oh, my, good. my, you're not going to be as excited about mine. Okay, but I'm sure it's good. It involves aliens. Okay, I, but you know specifically 
a Harvard research team. Okay. I, I, you know, I stay. In... You ask for pictures, there's pictures. Okay. I, is it the blurry picture of the vagina? Is it the alien no. vagina? How you no. always see the vagina? Oh, no, you see you. I know. I want to see it though. What do I Google? I don't know. Somebody was tweeting like, you always see that. Where did I see that? It didn't have hair. It didn't have hair. Alien vagina. Yeah. It was like it's a tweet. A, it's called a vagina. He said vagina. Whoever it was. Alien vagina is a thing you can buy for yeah. $2,500 to have sex with. Wow. It has hands and feet. Okay, that's I, it's. I don't know that I would ever think of one that eye, as the, it, a human brain. It's got a like pussy. a he-man body. It's got a he-man body. It only has one can arm. Stick your dick in it. One arm. But also, you can stick what? your dick in it. But then, wouldn't this get like? Yeah, like bump or you, I guess or? you could kind of like. So use does it, it go? To, at, is it does it to attach move, to a flashlight? Like, is it? I think you I don't know I think you, you can't, stick your dick in there you, It's just narrow It's just shallow like that I It's just know. the tip I, That would just be just the I, tip I, 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 You know what I have <laughs> no idea What you do with it <laughs> Anyway We were about to go oh, uh, Can I ask you one more thing? <laughs> yes Okay Sure Since we're here <laughs> Would you Have sex with an alien? Um It depends What I think yeah. No you know what Actually I think yes if I if I could be turned on, then I would go for it. I if I feel like if they have an appendage, kind of like a dick or whatever, and it looks kind of like wet, and they want to put it in me, I don't know about that. Um, if they want to do some weird mind shit, or if they want to take their long fingers, <laughs> like use the fingers on me, <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Well, but no kind of like. Like, I wouldn't want, like, a duck, like, corkscrew kind of dick. You know what I mean? Like, no, like, because I wouldn't have sex with an animal dick. So I don't want to have sex with an alien dick. The dick needs to be more or less human. Kind of. Um, And also intelligent. It has to have an intelligent person attached to it. Or intelligent in terms of, like, you know, they they can figure things out. If aliens had... 12 inch human shaped dicks so many gay guys would have sex <laughs> like i bet you the number would be more than 50 percent <laughs> and it might be a, in the 70s they're gonna replace twinks yeah <laughs> so watch well, out for that <laughs> all right well thanks i hope i'm giving them clues you know if they're thinking of like how to present themselves do you want to win aliens? you want to win over the gays yeah come with the dick <laughs> The aliens are like an aged actress like that's their audience <laughs> a bunch of gay guys they'll love me <laughs> uh no it's more to have sex with uh, well uh, yeah not love sex yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh we're uh uh <laughs> anyway we gotta go um, we have Wawu, uh, Mexican model. It's on Hulu. Yep. Well, you were supposed to say that. Oh, it's on you Hulu. say it. It's on Hulu. Let's say it together. <laughs> One, two, three. It's, it's on, on Hulu. Hulu. I uh, think we could have done it a little bit better. <laughs> you mean me? <laughs> Let's try that again. It's on. I'll I thought you were going to count. Okay. One, One two, two, three. It's, it's on, on Hulu. Hulu. Ooh, that was good. Okay. That was good. All right. Anyway. It's part of our Wawa people. I don't know. People have been paying for it. I don't know if you like it. I hope you like it. I think it's fun. Nice little time machine. And it's very 20, 2003 New York. Yes. 
very, very post 9-11. And it's cold. At one point, it was four degrees one morning. In February. Mm-hmm. Yeah. February in That's New York. so 2003. But there's been really cold days like that. Definitely. But not in a few winters, though, actually. I definitely feel like there was one where it was like wind chill is like nine degrees. There's yes, there's been like one or two we had the sometimes. Polar vortex. But like yeah. Right anyway, like can't talk about the weather. No, but <laughs> it is. Are concerning. you so excited to join our bonus episodes? More interesting content like this. <laughs> Patreon.com slash pot psychology. Also, I am working on the Desiree Jennings t shirts. Just want you to know. And they'll be available at pipedreams.fun. 